Hello, and welcome to the Georgetown Literary Festival 2020 podcast. I am Chi Sek Tim, a theatre director based in Georgetown, and I will be hosting today's segment, Elusive Elucidations, a conversation with Aida Reza, who is here with me in the studio. Aida is known primarily for her work in dance as a dancer, a choreographer, and a teacher. She's worked collaboratively with many international artists and consequently performed all over the world. In Penang, she founded the Penang Modern Dance Ensemble, or Euphoria, with the support from the Penang State Government and Hansa Berhad as a vehicle for training young dancers. Aida is currently working on a performance that is part of a continuum started in 2016. Moved by Paddy was performed at the Georgetown Festival in 2016. And her upcoming project in January 2021 is the third incarnation. So how are preparations coming along, Aida? Um, hi, hi, sick team. Um, um, as we know, I, I did Move by Party in 2016 at Georgetown Festival. Um, it's now four years after and I'm still on the subject of Padi. Um But moving and branching away um, with Padi as a source of creation, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in looking at Semangat um, as a um, means of uh, developing a performance uh, language, uh, performance-making uh, practice. Um, so having and looking at it actually um, into three years or four years more of working towards uh, researching Semangat, um, I'm, I decided to start again with Padi to go back to it. Um, and, and, and for me, in my creations, it's always about process-making even to the end of performance, it is still a process uh, in performance. It's about a, uh, how do you say, I mean, in a, in a literal way, uh, jamming, but jamming, structured jamming process-based work in place, in location, in site. Um, so going back to that, I mean, the whole idea of returning to living and uh, working, working to, to create uh, the art um, is part of living. I'm going back into planting, uh, starting with planting the source of uh, uh, our daily day, uh, 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 having, create, um, having space to our land to grow our own food to mm. sustain. Um, and going back to planting, I've I've uh, I've started to become a farmer, a gardener. Or, oh, okay. Or, you know, yeah. Uh, going back to that. In Move yeah. by Paddy, you you actually planted a, a paddy field in the middle of the city. Is that what you're planning to do for this? Uh, yeah, it's the same. This? But I think I'm going into it deeper than before. Uh, before we had uh, Pachi Awang, who came out with us, who looked at the site, looked at the soil and land and the the water area, you know, uh, um, we went to the space, I talked to him, we, we you know, we had several um, uh, uh, contacts and uh, uh, interactions at his pendang in uh, Balik Pulau, and then to Maklum, um, 
I was in a way uh, in uh, working with him when we you know we we started up uh, like to Serap Party or first to Rendam Party and Serap Party etc. But I think throughout the time I would have to give some credit to my project manager Tan Ho King who was actually the one uh, caring and uh, you know uh, taking care and managing the space together with the another gardener and uh, Pachi Awang. Um, I came back on an off because I had to leave for uh, Copenhagen and then and, and I came back. So um, the process of really nurturing and taking care um, was not so intense then compared to the one that I'm doing for January. Um, I'm actually the one going out uh, uh, to buy the paddy seeds. I'm the one to go and look for the soil, I mean, sorry, uh, yeah, the soil, uh, the badger to choose, you know, um, and to bring it back with me and actually carrying it, you know. So, so I'm doing the labor work myself. This time around, yeah, is it? this yeah, time okay, around yeah. to fully uh, immerse into the process. And uh, where is the site? Uh, it's in Balik Pulau, uh, Pulau Betong, they said. Um, uh, uh, I mean, it's called. Um, 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 it's a land area owned by YB Farid. Um, and um, he had offer, offered us the kampung house um, and a little plot of garden land at the back of his garden house and, and, and um, the space for three months to, to plant and to process our work there. And it's growing well? Yes, yes, it you is. We've I mean, been I, having I, a lot of rain lately. Yeah, Paddy must be really happy about that. Yeah, that's good, I think. Um, and, you know, I mean... Plan as we all go back to plan and also seed and you know food and etc. We we really depend on the climate and and to to show the resilience of this plant to grow in all changes and we as we know at this uh, rate of day and these current times with the changes of climate uh, the time is changing and the 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 weather and the water is not enough at certain periods of the time and so Paddy has this. Uh, Resilience, as we say, the smangat to to survive through, just like human, we are mm. all reflecting the plant's life. What is this smangat that you you talk about? Um, I mean, of course, going to really for me, uh, as I said, it's a it's a study of a, a performance practice that I want to put for the next three four years. It's not just looking at, as I said, party. I will move on to river and then eventually to the to the to the sea and and the idea of reclamation and the the you know the concept of living for me is mangat eh? that that people will always think of it as the unseen but um, unseen uh, spirit. But I'm also yeah both that but also the human smangat. Uh, is reflecting the or plants among it is ref we're both reflecting each other um, um, whatever we put into the soil into the earth if it's wrong if we're doing wrong to it it will warm it out with pain and you know destruction and chaos and it's the same with human if we put things that is not right into our body and the same reaction or, you know effects will happen so for me, semangat is actually to 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 look at aspects of living and the resiliency to live through the different conditions that's happening around us, um, and also semangat is about going back to what was natural. What was it before? Uh, yeah, bef you yeah. talk about going back. Do you mm. uh, you do you feel that we are not 
that we have lost something or I mean you know have- I mean we, we of course when we look at uh, living in the city living as an urban urban uh, community automatic we've said you know we've lost with that, that, that contact to nature we've lost that contact to traditions to living in the kampung houses for example you know um, um, that disconnection is definitely there um, but uh, there is also I mean, you know, I mean that you can kind of like, how do you say, repair, restore mm, easily mm. because you can nurture that through your children. Um, but this thing about uh, listening to your intuition and talking to nature, communicating, listening, sensing to kind of give um, give nature to guide you or give the environment to guide you through life, listening to the signs. A sign uh, language, you know, and taking it to to um, how do you say to um, to plan your life or to arrange or manage your life that is lost and quite you know I mean sadly it cannot be restored so easily to your young people mm. because they would think what the <laughs> what mm. the heck is this you know mm. I mean it's if you if you see in terms of spiritual uh, religiously, you can do that by saying you must or this this this, and you can use God's name to mm. say you know. But um, um, with the intuition, listening to the spirits around you, taking the signs to you know this kind of language don't transfer to 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 young people today. Don't transfer to. Um, in education also, it's not something, yeah, easy to, to explain or, or to practice with your young children because of our modern living. We're too fast-paced, we're moving out, you know, and there's no time to just take, to your, uh, take your children out and sit down by the sea and say, listen to the waves. And, or, you know, I mean, I look up to the Nelayan. They are able to bring their children, you know, um, out to the sea and they say, yeah, I mean, of course, because of uh, having to mm. earn uh, income, they have to do things fast today, right? So they don't take time uh, where, where this Pachin Lion did tell me, I mean, in the old days with my father, we would go into the water and actually listen and then we can sense where the udang is and where this ikan, and, you know, when is the high tide, etc., etc. And I think there are p- uh, pockets of, you know, all these tribes of people um, uh, practicing it, uh, uh, how do you say, uh, communities are practicing this, but it's not transferring to the modern urban living people mm. yeah mm. as a dancer as mm. a mover mm. how do you translate this to and how do you communicate this in in the language that you mm. that is yours to um a younger generation or your younger dancers or the people you collaborate with yeah so um i'm i'm actually having that uh uh, how do you say process now? Uh, not with young people, with uh, with um, more different ages, uh, group of people and uh, um, backgrounds. I'm I'm not the kind of choreographer who like to how do you say to 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 uh, force my movement vocabulary uh, my my ideology or my philosophy onto my performance. I, as I said, I'm a process-based 
uh, artist. I'm also a performance maker. And when I say performance maker, I really want to work with people, knowing each individual for themselves, so that they're true to themselves. Um, I like to, um, how do you say, analyze and then see what of them that we could use to um, to develop our creation. So that's why I'm calling myself a performance maker, not choreographer, because I don't come with a set of choreography and phrase. But what what I want to develop, uh, as you say, how do we we instill this? You know, my ideas onto. Yeah, I mean, uh, if, if somebody is already lost it or lost uh, yeah. touch with so, the, I mean, the elements. So, I mean, of course they work with me and I'm not going to yeah. come and say, you know, okay, you've yeah. lost your, you know, you're lost in this world. You have to find, I'm not, I'm not that kind of uh, artist. They come, of course, they want to work with me first as sure. a, a creator, right? As a, a, a maker. Um, um, and and uh, so, I would always enter from the point of view of uh, the body first. I mean, that's the entry point, you know? And the entry point is also like every other forms of uh, American or European or, you know, technique, a contemporary technique in Asia and all that. It's all about finding your center, your breath, being, you know, acknowledge and notice the spaces within you. Just having that sensitivity about your body and, and being aware. And, and, and for me, just to take a step further is to allow the body to have antennas uh, so that you're sensitive so you're you know uh, even in uh, uh, your skin your eyes your senses you have to be alert whether it's in studio from studio I eventually lead them out to the sites because I think that's very important in the process that I'm making that they have to I'm, I'm talking about nature's mangat and it has to be that they are taken out of the studio so I don't force them I kind of like slowly you know interest them you know build that mm. interest but first from the contemporary training first mm. and and then uh, and then I'll I'll see um, who responds to it and some might not you know some will pull away which is fine and I keep only for contemporary work with them. Mm. But then those who are interested to go out with me uh, will take the body that is sensitive now to, uh, as an antenna to receive, uh, the body as a portal, if, you can, if I can say it that way, um, to listen and not to come with us with this, uh, how do you say, preconceived idea of moving in a, whether you want to say in a Western or colonial way or even in a traditional way, I would say try not to. Just be authentic and, uh, you know, true to yourself. Go out to the site. Feel with your joints or, you know, uh, your, um, uh, how do you say, your, your skin. Feel the space. Allow it to speak to you. Okay? I know it's difficult. As I said, it's not easy for young people to follow this. Um, but at the same time, I, I give them a structure, mm. uh, which I say, you know, within this, uh, this antenna that you're receiving uh, and giving, you're receiving and giving, you're communicating, you also have to understand uh, this when I say these three points that you you are in this this space of being and this space in being with the nature that you must um, acknowledge the power of 
the front, how do you say that? Um, the front, the back, the direction of the side right and left, the directions, I would say the direction, the three-dimension direction, the, the, the motion of sag moving sagittally, and that when you are existing in these three spaces, you are allowing yourself to be moved and just like a plant or anything else in the world, to be moved by the direction that you require to survive, to live. So the movements that are generated would be highly idiosyncratic. They're mm. particular to the history and cultural influences and uh, circumstances mm. of, mm. of your, your collaborators then, mm. right? Right. So how, how would they... Um, but within a, a particular dance that you're creating, mm. surely there should there is a, some kind of a binding uh, uh, form form or format mm. that you would use. How what, what you what do you do to to get people to meet in a particular manner, or is or is that not important at all that they uh, as in the in terms of in term, yeah in terms of the kind of movements that they make in terms of the movement vocabulary that they are that is being created. Mm. So if they are if they are creating languages of their own, essentially, mm. right? Um, do they exist as speaking different languages on the same in the same space in performance, mm. um, or do they meet at some point? Or how no. how do what what is the binding um, structures that you use or? How to, do you to get them, keep to, them yeah, together, to, right? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, um, okay, and that's when, of course, going out uh, outdoor, uh, we bring it back indoor. And one of the ways, of course, to go through this uh, tree process, I would say, um, we have to become, to become, uh, to remember. That means to remember again, back again, what you did. To being connected to something like you said you know what, what how do we connect connected to something it could be in a phrase we start to put together um, which is um, most of the time it is and then when I look at the phrases that they gather and they put together in a composition I will identify if it's coming from a more martial art um, body or it's coming from a more lyrical uh, body is it you know where is those movement coming from which they have gathered from being outdoor and coming back with it and then I would I would kind of try to trace it to um, you know um, a, 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 be a character or a being whether it is a, a character of today or the past something that comes from the past is also about this uh, idea of dreaming, right? And when you dream, you you kind of, you. It's also in theatre practice when you bring out. I thought. I mean, I saw myself as this. I felt this. Okay, if you did, can we look at it further? Um, is it a form that you can identify clearly uh, about how sh this being that you see uh, is using in her body? And if it is. Really relating to that, like you say, the cultural condition. Yeah, okay, I'll, I will allow, even, even if it's a contemporary, even if it's badly, for example, that they bring in. Eventually, I will look at the movement, and um, that's where I would come in a little bit and um, shape them. 
moving or taking out what I feel doesn't belong in the site, only belong in the studio, then I will remove it. You know, mm. I mean, yeah, with permission of the artist, of mm. course. Um, and and then going back, well, once we've already put it together in, in you know a composition in a phrase, and that really belongs to each of them individually, then we go out and take it and try it again. And if it doesn't work, we come back. So it's this process again, process based. But as you say, how do we tie them together? Eventually, these phrases, I will do it with them, and then they, I don't do hands on, I don't shape them, but somehow I pass um, through visual practice that and I engage them of course through you know instructional you know giving them a bit more of like how I'm feeling it and how I'm doing it and going out again and doing it and then come back and then they sort of practice it it's an uh, practice it into their body sensing from how I am uh, in 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 relation to the space yeah so it's a lot like that. It's not so much like instructional, like, okay, one, two, three, four, you know, follow exactly. Yeah, but they, that's precisely that how uh, traditional mm. dance practice mm. is taught and yeah. passed on as well, isn't it? Correct. It's like touching and, uh. and essentially taking taking the, 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 masters, the, the uh, masters take the uh, yeah. literally in their arms yeah, and correct. flip and, and, okay. and tap and, yeah. and push and, and sure. uh, yeah. So th these, these uh, phrases that you're talk talking about, I, I presume they are a series of um, individual movements that mm. that come together and mm -mm. Uh, are connected in some kind of way, mm. so that they they move through time from one point to another. Mm. Now, do and you choose these movements, mm. right? You decide for, mm -mm. for them whether or not it fits mm. uh, the, the circumstances mm. or not. Um, so eventually, it would bear some kind of hallmark of. Uh, yeah, of yeah, my, Ida, my, my, yeah, uh, uh, hand or, and language, yeah, language, language, yeah, yeah. Ida's mm. language. Now, do all the dancers share a mm. particular phrase, or do, do they each have their own individual phrases, and mm. they are talking mm. um, literally different things, or are they saying the same thing in different ways? Mm. Depending on the background of the performer mm. that I'm working with, right? Uh, as mentioned, um, uh, I'm now working with uh, different age groups. Um, and in Wandering Party, which was uh, uh, another uh, takeoff of Move by Party, which we brought to Korea, I was working with performers who are trained physical uh, theatre as well as Buto. Um, so, as I said, I come in not being one to 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 you know to come in with the stamp with with my body language, but uh, negotiating with them uh, how we can incorporate what their background is. So um, let's go back to the question again. <laughs> the question was the question was that do they share do they share um, a similar vocabulary eventually? Do you? Do you string these movements together and everybody does the same thing, but in their own different ways? Ah, or do yes, they yes, each yes. have, do they each carry their own individual phrases, therefore mm. um, speaking different things mm. uh, at the same time? So, yes, uh, yes and no. I would say, yes, they would 
learn my uh, learn the phrases that we create together and have their own uh, interpretation of it allowing you know what they are able and not able to do um, uh, and uh, giving space for that for me for me it's important to give space to to really look at how they can deliver it mm. according to their abilities mm. Uh, mm. And their, 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 with them. because I'm working with different ages but sure. um, but in a way as I said yes and no so they can express it the way they want it to be but at the same time I have to tie them into certain uh, set of choreography but within that choreography also there is space like I said to Im, would I say improvise to have space to to have their own point of view yeah, yeah. And point of view so yeah. yeah correct correct so uh, that is and in a as a technique itself is something that takes a long time to to uh, nurture in a uh, in a performer because you know we can say improvisation is so free mm. or you can do anything but actually um you need to be still, as I said, like an antenna, sense the group, even though you're sensing the sight and the space. Mm -hmm. Yes, I mean, my own work in Shok Sendiri with the nature, but no, the group and the people together is important. So that to train in uh, performance, um, I, I feel one, one of the way that I do it in the approach is, this is when I, I talk about working with cross mediums or mixed media, is to bring in installation, objects, music as one. Uh, but when we are all like zooming into something together, we definitely have to make it work. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I mean that as one one of the ways you know to bring us together and have the sense of working as as a technique training as a process uh, uh, working. Um, the cross medium, the mixed media comes into play. Um, two, as I said, uh, 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 choreography, but like I said, in the choreography, there are spaces, instances to still be free with a free flow of, you know, your expression, with this, but still in a, a connection with the others. Um, I think the third way of doing it is this idea of being fluid, right? That practice of being fluid, I, I call them as um, having the role of the dalang, mm. the storyteller, right? We need to storytell, but we need to be sure that the audience are following us. So they need to be in this space of being the third space but also having the ability to look at the fourth space, which is the body of the screen, the screen body. Mm. <laughs> and that's very hard to, to, to kind of, uh, you know. Literally be outside of yourself to see what you are projecting Correct. outwards. Correct, yeah. correct. So as a group and also as an individual. Mm. So the group process is so important how we have to be sensitive. And again, this, this dimensions is important mm. that they have to have that awareness that when we're doing something, it affects the rest of the group. You know, it's not you on your, in your own journey. You in terms of this 
three-dimension space, you in regards to being in the screen and how you are in the screen, how you're being seen by this third eye or the eye of the camera or whatever, the eye of the audience, how are we as a picture? Mm. Yeah. Where, this, where does your grounding in um, or your interest in um, the spiritual aspects of the world, of, the, of nature come from? Um, you seem to speak. Yeah, it's you seem to speak from somewhere very deep. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious also because you know sometimes you 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 want to recall from your childhood, but um, I've always been in the city, born and raised in the city. But I can remember times when I, uh, mom and dad would take me back to the. Kampong, or you know, to visit my aunties who live in Johor in the Kampong, and uh, being out, you know, in the nature, playing, uh, mostly playing with the boys, of course. <laughs> and and uh, why do I say that? <laughs> anyway, no, but uh, Your you know, your energy <laughs> is coming out. Is that right? <laughs> no, but I just wanted to say this because we were just talking about it at the gardens, and 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 you know, uh. Actually, I, one of the memory I have, which is very strong, is being bitten by a monkey. And they all say, that's why Ida dance like a monkey. You know, she's always a monkey. <laughs> and, but, 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 you know, just that, that trauma of nature being so hard on you, I don't know, I just feel like I need to make a piece, uh, to, a piece to, 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 yeah, you know, and sometimes... This kind of memories uh, stick with you. Like, what did you do wrong? What not me, but maybe my past did wrong that I had to endure this. Mm. You know, so that was a strong memory to me to say that. You know, I need to appease something. I mean, of course, it's more than that. But um, yeah, just uh, the fact that in the seventies, you know, we were closer to nature than the children today. Uh, as in, you know, there were still rubber estates where you lived. Lombong uh, Tima, where you live, you know. Um, so there was the possibility of running out and just do, you know, being carefree about the spaces. But, but also it was looking at my grandmother, who was an ustaza, but at uh, at uh, the later stages of her life. I think in, maybe in this, when she was in fifties, sixties. She uh, actually made a a, a a good friend, a close friend, who was uh, a bomo, a shaman lady. Uh, and I know I used to see them together and always so mysteriously hidden in the room, playing the gambus. And it was so, yeah, I mean, it, it was very interesting to look into and to peep. But, and she would look at me and with her, you know, bitter nut chewing and, you know, I was always interested to to know more, but didn't have the opportunity. But I felt um, that something has passed. Maybe didn't mom wanted to, but did not received. And I feel like I'm quite open. I have an open uh, portal in, within in my being um, that I feel like I'm receiving this, but I want to find a, my to relate to my urban life and my city life. How do I align myself with this mm. calling? Yeah. Right. So you so 
Am I correct to then say that you 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 sort of look at your body and the way that you use your body mm. as, as a sort of a, a bridge to memory, to mm. a past, to something that is um, lost, I suppose, something lost, something mm. that is intangible. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that has been essentially the driving uh, force that yeah. has informed mm. a lot of your work. Now, in your international collaborations, mm. have you found or were there um, any of your contemporaries who sort of shared the same kind of um, uh, interests, this idea of um, using contemporary dance as a bridge um, mm. that crosses both um, tradition and uh, modernity? I think many, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, many of them are doing it, especially there's a whole movement on trans uh, practice, mm -hmm. theatre practice. And of course, there were all the pioneers before us who, who was doing it. I wouldn't say um, uh, that I'm, I'm leading, uh, not leading, but uh, uh, being out there uh, working towards bridging tradition that has already uh, been established uh, with contemporary and fusing it. I wouldn't say that um, about me. I feel because traditions, as you know, like Mayung, Mayimputri in our Malaysian context, Mayang Kulit, etc., were practiced by the communities, communities are living in those areas and it's so distant from me as that city person. So for me, like, like we all know, coming from the contemporary um, uh, side of performance practice, we want to, I want to find my own tradition in that, say, in that sense uh, that is not driven from learning a tradition that doesn't really belong to me or that I didn't grow up with. So having to find that, then I have to discover what is within our spaces that they had found and they created their forms. Like, you know, like uh, we say, what was it? Huh? Now I will have to look at those lines, but those words that they use for their hands, tanduk gajah or langkah keawan, you know, the things that they relate to, they must have seen it in their environment to have to uh, to be able to put it into vocabulary. Mm. And so for me, I want to find based on who I am today, mm. not based on a tradition that I, I have to learn from others that have never been, you know, closely mm. uh, mine. Um, and I think that's kind of different from how the others are doing it because they are, of course, they go and study, they're going, uh, I think in Indonesia, they're doing this uh, bull, trans dance and they're studying that to work onto their contemporary um, yeah, uh, works and creations. So I, I, want, I want to find my own. What am mm. I in trance with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we all... <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, those who are... Are embarked on a similar journey. Yeah? Correct, correct. Mm. Well, thank you very much, Aida. It has been a pleasure to, to talk to you this afternoon. Stay with us. This is Georgetown Literary Festival 2020. We have more podcasts coming your way. Um, goodbye for now. <laughs> <laughs>